Public adjuster versus roofer. Roofer versus public adjuster. Is that really what it's about? Have we really stooped so low that public adjusters and roofers are going in a versus battle and going against each other on the claims process? That's not what this is about, and that's not what this video is about. What I'm going to educate you right now is how public adjusters and roofing contractors can work together on a claim to maximize the claim and get the insured the money they need to put their home back together again. And we're going to get into it right now in three, two, one. What's up, advocates, and welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claim Show. I am your host, Vince Perry, and I'm the owner and CEO of Elite Resolutions, a public adjusting firm. Now, chances are you're watching this video and you're a roofing contractor or you're a public adjuster and you saw the hook and you're wondering, how is it that we could work together? Maybe you've had some bad experiences working with one or the other, or hopefully you're having, you're having really good experiences. But because of a feud that I recently noticed over the last week or so between a roofing contractor and a public adjuster on social media, I wanted to come and make this video not so much as a reaction video like I originally intended it to be, but I want to make it educational. I want to inform you guys exactly how we can actually coexist. I'm going to go through the roles of the public adjuster, the roles of the contractor, and the benefits that each have if we are actually on the same claim at the same time, and how we could benefit not just our businesses, but obviously the policyholder as well. So before we get into it, make sure that you subscribe to our channel right down here. Also, make sure you follow me on social media where I've got all kinds of tips and tricks for roofing contractors and for public adjusters and frankly policyholders as well all kinds of free content on the channel and in my social media and also go on our website www.commercialclaimsadvocate.com and there's all kinds of online courses and meetups that we do and all kinds of information that you can get on the website as well and if you have a chance go on eliteresolutionsclaims.com where you can also get information where we could have a public adjuster near you to help you with any of your claims needs so Listen up, advocates, whether you're a public adjuster, contractor, or an attorney, if you have a client that has suffered any kind of catastrophic loss, whether that be by fire or storm or just any catastrophic loss that requires your client to have to move out and incur ALE and loss of use coverage, you need to think about looking at Black Diamond Services. This is an incredible idea for a service that I think is extremely valuable and I've actually personally used uh, for my clients myself. Basically what they do is they provide all of the necessary money that needed as needed to be done for the homeowner uh, to go and move to another place, whether that be a hotel or another home or whatever it is, they basically bill through their insurance policies, loss of use coverage, and basically they provide financial assistance so that the insured never has to incur any out-of-pocket expenses. It's an amazing service. I love the people at Black Diamond Services, especially Millie Varela. If you just contact her and contact Black Diamond Services, I'm telling you, they're going to take care of your climate clients like you wouldn't believe. I personally have a client who suffered a fire damage and had to use their ALE coverage. And all we did was refer them to Black Diamond. Our clients did not have to come out of pocket a single penny. Black Diamond provided all of the financial um, uh, money and they provided the actual location for the homeowner to stay. Amazing service. Contact Black Diamond Services today so you could find out more information for yourself. So let's get right into it. First, there's no reason why a public adjuster and a contractor should be battling. There's a lot of benefits to the two working together, and I'm going to get right into it. 
So let's go. We're going to start with number one. There's five things I'm going to talk about. First, number one, let's talk about the actual claims process and the role of the public adjuster. And I'm going to put up this definition right here. This is based on Florida law, Florida statutes. And the only reason why, two reasons why I'm bringing up Florida statute is number one, I live in Florida. Although I am licensed, 14 years experience, I am licensed in Texas um, and North Carolina and California as well. And that's only growing. We are getting licensed in more states, but... Florida is really where the most claims are at uh, in a per capita when you talk about the entire country. And a lot of times when laws change in Florida, it sort of becomes a trend throughout the rest of the country. I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen, but I'm going to give you what a public adjuster is in an insurance claim. And I'm also going to give you state statute, state law, what it says a contractor is responsible for in an insurance claim. So first, let's start with the public adjuster. Public adjuster claim responsibilities. Ready? A public adjuster is any person, and this is, uh, I dumbed it down, I deleted some stuff. A public adjuster is any person who prepares, completes, or files an insurance claim for an insured or a third-party claimant who for money, commission, or any other thing of value acts on behalf or aids an insured or third-party claimant in negotiating for and affecting the settlement of a claim or claims for loss of or damage covered by an insurance contract or who advertises for employment as an adjuster of such claim. What does that mean? The public adjuster basically handles the claim, handles the negotiating, um, files an insurance claim, deals with the insurance company directly. That's the public adjuster's role. What I want people to understand that a public adjuster is basically the exact same thing as the insurance company adjuster. We are both adjusters. We are both insurance adjusters. The only difference is that one adjuster is looking on behalf of the insurance company and the other adjuster is looking on behalf of the actual insured. I want to also clarify that the insured, the homeowner, the policyholder is not required to hire a public adjuster. They are more than welcome to handle the, the claim themselves. Themselves. However, as you know, you want to make sure that you have an expert on your side. If the insurance company with billions of dollars has decided that it's very smart to send their own representative out to look at the claim, be their eyes and ears and document the file, wouldn't it be smart as well for you as a policyholder to hire some kind of representation, some kind of expert adjuster who's looking out for your interest to make sure that the insurance company does what they can? You don't hire... you. When you do repairs in your home, most of the times you don't just do it yourself. You want to hire a professional to do it for you. So you hire a contractor or you hire a plumber. If you do your taxes, you can do that yourself as well, but it probably is not going to come out as well. And if you're going to cut your own hair, you're probably going to be more beneficial by hiring an expert barber to cut your hair uh, because it's probably not going to come out the same. Same thing goes for an insurance claim. So I want contractors, public adjusters, and policyholders to understand the benefit of having a public adjuster um, coming out to your claim. Because I would say 10 times out of 10, by having a public adjuster, you will end up with more money in your pocket than if you would have done it yourself. That's not to say that the percentage, it may have an effect on the actual amount you get in regards to the construction. Sure. But it is also a service that we provide. Okay. And for that service, you will end up with more money and probably a lot less headaches. So that's what the PA claim responsibilities are. Number two. Contractor claim responsibilities according to Florida Code, Florida Statute. Um, this is, and I'm looking at it now here. I just want to make sure. 
These are the 2021 Florida statutes, okay? So I just want to make that clear. This is all just updated, okay? This is not how it is nationwide. I want you to know this is how it is in Florida. This is how it's defined in Florida. And do not be surprised if people from all over the country or insurance companies want to go back to some of these definitions to say, well, you're not responsible for this or you're not responsible for that. So I quote, contractor claim responsibilities. A licensed contractor under part one of chapter whatever, (laughs) Uh, uh, or a subcontractor of such license um, may not advertise, solicit, offer to handle, handle or perform public adjuster services as provided in subsection one. So they cannot prepare, complete, file an insurance claim for an insured third-party claimant. Um, They cannot, what does it say here? Uh, Affecting settlement of a claim, negotiating, all that stuff. That's basically what that says. Unless licensed and compliant as a public adjuster under this chapter. The prohibition against solicitation does not preclude a contractor from suggesting or otherwise recommending to a consumer that the consumer consider contacting his or her insurer to determine if the proposed repair is covered under the consumer's insurance policy. So they can suggest... Okay, to the policyholder, hey, maybe you should file a claim. Hey, I'm looking over this. You might have a claim here. Maybe you should go ahead, but they can't actually do it themselves. Okay, this is Florida statute. I'm not saying anything against contractors, so please don't uh, don't attack me. Um, In addition, the contractor may discuss or explain a bid for construction or repair of covered property with the residential property owner who has suffered loss or damage covered by a property insurance policy or the insurer of such property. So they can, just like they can discuss or explain a bid for construction or repair of a covered property to the insurer of such property if the contractor is doing so for the usual and customary fees. So they are allowed, okay? A contractor is indeed allowed to discuss the scope of work, to discuss the construction or repair of a covered property uh, to to the insurance company perfectly allowed guys i know that there's a lot of public adjusters out there that don't like it when the contractors contact the insurance company but they are perfectly within their own right if they approach a client and they've got some kind of bid uh and they think this is how much it needs to be repaired they can discuss this with the insurance company it is perfectly okay to do so so i want you guys to understand now the only thing is the contractor can't negotiate they can't be following up with the insurance company obviously we know they can't be talking policy um and they can't be you know just settling the claim and and doing all that stuff that a public adjuster does so that is the difference between the public adjuster claim responsibilities and the contractor claim responsibilities and now i'm going to get to some really sweet stuff so number three the benefits to the contractor when a public adjuster is involved. Yes, believe it or not. I talk to contractors all the time and it's very hit or miss. Sometimes they want a public adjuster involved. Sometimes they don't want a public adjuster involved. So let me get into the reason and the benefits to a contractor. And I'm going to do the benefits to a public adjuster next. So the benefits to a contractor when a public adjuster is involved. Number one is they move the claim along. A public adjuster's responsibility is to get the claim paid and get the claim paid fast. Why? It is in our best interest because we are strictly contingency. It is in our best interest to get the claim paid and get it paid fast because I don't get paid until the client gets paid. I get paid strictly by the client. So if the claim does not settle, I never get paid. So if I take on a claim from a contractor, and obviously, let's face it, as a public adjuster, if I'm getting referrals from a contractor, I'm going to put that to the top of my list to make sure I get it done because I want more referrals in the future. So I'm going to do whatever I can to move the claim along. 
and a good public adjusting firm should have policies and procedures put in place of a step-by-step process on when they're going to follow up with the insurance company. In our company, we do it every seven days. Every seven days, there is an email or a phone call or both going to the insurance company saying, let's go, let's move this along. What else do you need? What else do you want? And by moving it along also, we make sure that we abide by all of the policy um, necessities. It's called the duties after the loss uh, that the insurance company requires to get that claim pretty much closed and done to complete their investigation. So my job as a public adjuster is to help complete the investigation by getting all the necessary photos, getting all the documents together, getting all the repair bills and invoices, getting all the mitigation done, putting an estimate together, completing the POL. See, all those things, you'll be surprised how many things a good public adjuster actually does. Now, there's a lot of public adjusters out there like in any other industry that may not do all those things and cross all those T's and dot all those I's. But like I said, interview guys as a contract interview different public adjusters, find different public adjusters that you can work with. Sometimes you're going to miss, but when you hit, I'm telling you, you're going to get these things paid faster. Okay. Also, number two, getting claims covered. Okay. We could go after stat. Uh, we know different um, unfair claims practices acts, statutes, policy language to make sure that the claim gets covered. Also, let me tell you something else. Here, our public adjusting firm, before we even bring on a client, before we even sign the claim, we interview the client to make sure we've got all the facts straight, to make sure that there's no facts of the loss that are going to deter the claim from actually getting paid. Because again, we are strictly contingency as public adjusters. There's no point in us filing a claim unless we know it's going to get paid. So before we even bring on the claim, we talk to the client. When did the loss occur? How much damage is there? Did you mitigate the damage? Did you take any photos? Did you do any repairs. We have to make sure we have all of this put together before the claim is even filed so that we know that the claim is going to get paid and it will get covered. The next thing is a public adjuster is going to dominate disputes. Okay. We are going to dominate disputes because we know what the policy says. The policy specifically states that it's the insurance company that has to bring the client or the policyholder back to their pre-loss condition. Okay. And if they don't do that, uh, they are basically not abiding by the contract between the homeowner and the and the insurance company. So we know how to dominate the disputes, okay? We know what's covered. We know what's not covered. Uh, We also, you know what I didn't even mention besides dominating disputes is obviously all the additional coverages that we need to make sure are covered. Law and ordinance, ALE, personal property. We're going to make sure that we get all of that stuff covered all at once to make sure that the policyholder is left whole. So we're going to dominate those disputes. We're going to dominate every single aspect of the insurance policy to make sure that that client is left whole. And then of course, that leads me to my last thing. The last benefit that a contractor has to having a public adjuster on the file is the credibility with the insured and the credibility with the insurance company. Okay. Um, well, the insurance company may not like us too much, but if we're, again, if we've got a good reputation with the insurance company and they know that we're straight shooters and we're just trying to get this claim paid, trust me, credibility for that contractor is going to go up with the insurance company. But most of all, it's going to go up with the insured contractor, roofing contractor, resto contractor. You are going to look like a hero just by saying, Hey, trust my guy right here or my girl to take care of this claim. Are they taking a percentage of your claim? Yes, absolutely. But I promise you that the headache will be relieved. They're going to be able to get a lot more money than if I were just going for roof only. And there's other things that need to be included in that claim, whether that be interior damage or additional coverages on the claim. 
um, and you're just going to look like a hero, okay? Now, here's what I will say. A lot of times, roofing contractors, I think one of the biggest concerns and the biggest fears they have is that I'll just handle it and submit it myself and save the 10, 15, 20% that it costs to bring you on. Look, I would say probably nine times out of 10, you're not going to have to worry about that. But there is going to be times that, yeah, our fee may cut into it. That just may have to be a time where either you have to take a bit of a loss on that one or you have to just sort of readjust what kind of commission you're going to take on the claim. But I only say that because it's not going to happen all of the time. The relationship and the amount of claims that you will be able to handle because you have an expert public adjuster as a referral partner to move that claim along, it's going to benefit your bottom line tremendously, much more by having a public adjuster helping you throughout that insurance claims process or helping your client throughout that insurance claims process. That leads me to the next one, the benefits to public adjusters when having a contractor involved. Sales team is number one. Guys, these roofing contractors, let me tell you, and I'm speaking to public adjusters now. These roofing contractors, they got these, they got these guys just hustling, door knocking, going out there and signing up work. It's very impressive. The it's very impressive what roofing contractors and also um, uh, uh, pest control contractors and the door knockers that they've got going on. It's very impressive what they've been able to build and the amount of business they've been able to generate just by having boots on the ground out there, especially after a storm, really knocking on doors and finding the work. If you're a public adjuster that you've been able to team up with a contractor, you basically just inherit a huge sales team that's going out there and basically finding the work for you so that they're setting it up. Here's the claim. You go in there and you do your job as a PA to document and present that claim to the insurance company the way it's supposed to be. So huge benefit to that. Next one, my favorite is expert documentation. The roofing contractors that I work for, I always ask them to make sure that they give me some kind of documentation that states their license number, their years of experience, their 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 Angie's List rating and their Google reviews and so on and so forth so I could show the insurance company, hey, you're telling me that this roof is not covered or is not damaged, but I've got a licensed roofer right here that says otherwise. And it's going to be very difficult for them to fight that. For us as a public adjuster, we're not roofing contractors, okay? We're experts in policy. But when we present expert documentation on the actual roof and what was actually damaged, it's going to make your job much easier in settling that claim. Expert advice throughout the claim. I mean, that's also a just, I mean, you have no idea how often I'm calling roofers and asking them just simple questions about roofing felt and ice and water and dimensional shingles and tile roofs and, and wood sheathing and just insul- I mean, anything at all uh, related to roof. I know a little bit, but not like these guys do. And listening to some of these roofers talk, it's just amazing. And to have a source that you can go to whenever you want to or whenever you can to call a roofing contractor uh, when you have a question about some kind of roofing details, it's really, really very important to have something like that. So expert advice throughout the claim, and then you could use what they're telling you, and you could use that when you type something or you type a letter to the insurance company trying to explain your point. And the next one, I go back to the same thing, credibility with the insured and the insurance company. You're going to look like a hero by having this expert with you side by side throughout the insurance claim to make sure that you're presenting your arguments to the insurance company the way it's supposed to be, presenting expert documentation the way it's supposed to be. And also, of course, credibility with the insurance company. It's going to be much easier, like I said, to get that claim settled when you're not only, you're you're backing up all of your documentation and your evidence with expert evidence from an expert and reputable roofer. So again, credibility with the insured and the insurance company is huge. 
And that brings me to my last thing, okay? So we've gone through the role and claim responsibilities of a public adjuster, the role and claim responsibilities of a contractor, the benefits to the contractor having a public adjuster, the benefits to a public adjuster having a contractor. And that leads me is how should we coexist and dominate, okay? How should we coexist and dominate? There is no reason why you should not have, as a contractor, one, two, or three good public adjusters to refer to and to speak to whenever you want or whenever you can to help with your insurance claims and vice versa. As a public adjuster, you should be working with more than one roofing contractor because you're going to need that expert documentation and you're going to need that um, you're going to need that uh, just person or team that you can talk to and speak to when you need some information in regards to the facts of the loss. But also, I will tell you, it's very beneficial if you're a roofing contractor and you're going out and you're getting um, and you're getting uh, a contract signed or what do they call it? They call it I can't think of it right now. Hold on, I got the word a direction to pay. I'm sorry. I just went blank. If you got a direct, you can go ahead and get your direction to pay signed. Okay, that's okay to do. And when the public adjuster comes in and gets their contract signed, what the public adjuster should be doing is presenting both their contract and the direction to pay to the insurance company. And they should assure you that they're going to be discussing the claim with the insurance company. And they're going to do their best to make sure that when that check is paid for the roof only, that the roofing contractor is in there. But also, you have to remind the, the homeowner that, hey, look, you've got this roofing contractor that you've already signed a direction to pay. This is a reputable roofing contract. And once this insurance company does pay the claim, they are going to take care of the roof only portion. So there's no reason why the two can't coexist. And I do believe that the two can dominate, okay? Because a public adjuster has their own book of business and their own referral sources and their own ways of getting business. And the roofer has their own um, book of business and own referral sources and own ways of getting business. And the two of them combined is just dynamite, Okay, when you're presenting expert documentation and photo evidence and repairs and mitigation from both sides, a roofing contractor and a public adjuster is going to be very difficult for the insurance company to fight you on anything. So the powers combined is what could make the insurance claims process even better. And I've seen it happen. I've worked with a lot of roofing contractors. I don't think that roofing contractors and public adjusters work together enough. And I do feel that there is a world that exists here in the insurance claim world where the two can coexist and can completely dominate. Now, I said that it was going to be a reaction video to all the drama that was happening in social media. So I will say that I do have a message to both the PA and the roofer. Now, all of the links are below. You could take a, check it out. You could check out the whole, the whole drama that was going on. But frankly, I thought about it long and hard, and I don't want to get into the minutia of who said who and who said what. I do have a message to the PA uh, that was involved in it, and I understand what you were trying to say. I understand that you were trying to say that roofers should not be involved at all in the claims process. It should be just a licensed adjuster. They should come in after the fact, after the claim gets paid. And that's when the uh, the homeowner should be allowed to get their bids and so on and so forth. I want to tell you that that's just not the world that we live in. Okay, we live in a world where we do have to try to find a way to coexist. And if a roofing contractor wants to go out door knocking, and if there was a storm in a recent area and that they feel that there was significant damage to that roof and they've done an inspection on the roof and they feel that that roof should be covered under the insurance company, well, under the insurance claims process, there's no reason why if they have a bid that they can't just suggest to the client to go ahead and file a claim and present it to the insurance company. I would suggest, however, that that roofer have a public adjuster that they could refer to so that they could handle that entire process for them because 
PA, as you know and I know, it's a very difficult and strenuous process that would be much more beneficial by hiring a public adjuster. And I've got a message to the roofer as well. We are necessary. We are not only necessary as public adjusters, we are not only necessary, but we are essential and we are beneficial for your business as a roofer. You may not think so. You probably have handled already thousands of claims, like you said in the video, and you haven't had to use a public adjuster. But the fact of the matter is you might have left the client thousands of dollars by not being able to argue different things on the policy, different coverages in the policy. And frankly, you just doing roof only may not have been able to get them the money that they needed. It was the money that the contractor needed to replace the roof. And if your client was happy, and I'm sure they are because you are a five-star roofer, then that's totally okay. Ultimately, it's what the client needs. But I will say you might have been able to sign up a bunch of more jobs by just allowing a good licensed public adjuster to handle the claims process for you while you can go ahead and get more jobs, which would have ultimately increased your bottom line. And that's all I want to say about that feud that was going on. Ultimately, in closing, I want to tell you guys that public adjusters and roofers, it's a match made in heaven. And if you could find a few uh, that you can trust that you could have a beer with, kick back and have a drink with and enjoy their company, I promise you guys could enjoy the fruits of each other's labor and make a lot of money in this insurance claims industry. It's the best referral sources. It's the best referral partners that you could have. have. So to my public adjusters out there, go ahead and start networking and meet the roofers, roofing contractors. The roofing contractors out there, go ahead and give it a shot. If you trust or if you see that you like a certain public adjuster and the way they do things, go ahead, give them a handful of jobs. I'm telling you, they're probably going to hit it out of the park. And if they don't, then move on to the next one. But I do promise that there is a good public adjuster and good public adjusting firm out there for you that will hit a home run on most, if not all of your insurance claims. And if it's not a home run, it will be enough for you to go out there and get more work and just eliminate a lot of headaches in your back office of having to follow up with the insurance company. That's what I got. That's all I've got. It's just about the unity, making sure that we're all coming together. Remember, I am Vince Perry, the commercial claims advocate. I'm the owner of Elite Resolutions Public Adjusting Firm, and you could find me anywhere on social media. Make sure that you hit and you subscribe to this channel. I want you to go on our website, commercialclaimsadvocate.com and eliteresolutionsclaims.com, where you can find out so much more information and just check out all these videos. There's so much information here that you can get that can educate you about the claims process, the dispute process, the appraisal process, the policy, how to read the policy, what's covered what's not covered just go ahead look below and uh enjoy it and fall into the rabbit hole of youtube so all right guys thank you very much i hope you have a wonderful week and i'll see you next week peace out